What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to help you ignite your action and reach your goals. Along that theme, today we're going to dive right into goal setting. There's an art to it, and we found and felt different strategies to help you accomplish your goals. And today we want to go specifically into just that topic. As always, I'm your host, Asim Hadahut, here with my co-host, Jason Hogarth. What's up, man? How's it going? What's going on? Feeling good. Juices are flowing. We had some good conversations, so I'm excited to see where this one takes us. Getting very excited because it's my time of year to goal set just because I'm, I shared this with you, but I set 12 goals at the beginning of each year. And this year I'm on track to hit one of them. Well, I hit one of them already. Um, the other 11 won't come true. And that's just the reality of this year because of different adversity faced. And I'm okay with that, but it's about resetting them stronger, better, um, having other ways to track for them for this year. So excited to dig into this topic and I think it's fitting that it's on the the cusp of us entering Thanksgiving week um, yes. too. And it's a great time to be grateful for what we have, but also just kind of reset and refocus as we're approaching the new year. You know, typically I'd wait more towards that new year time frame to even have these type of conversations about goal setting and redoing my goals. But yeah, I think I think I have a pretty good foresight on uh, how the rest of this year is going to play out. So. We're definitely both on the same level as far as I'm already planning and plotting in my head the goals of next year. This year, things happen. Some things may have not. And it's time to start putting together uh, these goals that, you know, have our our mindset on. So I guess with that, we can go right into SMART goals. And we're both in the process of setting goals, whether we've reviewed the goals that were previously set and now specifically going into these next goals that we want to see in the new year, we like to look at SMART goals. It's something you may have seen before with different organizations, within you know wellness professionals, or even in your work life setting. So when we talk about SMART goals, first thing is specific. Are you pretty much clear cut with what it is you're looking to accomplish? From there, is it measurable? Is there some type of way you can see? Are you getting closer to that goal? Is there a way you can track it along the way? Is it attainable? Is it something that, you know, you can essentially get to? And then along the lines of that, is it realistic? Are you setting a realistic timeline? Is there a timeline that you think, okay, by next week, I'm going to accomplish this? Or does it realistically have to happen in a a longer period of time? So with all of that, is there anything that you found as far as pro tips for yourself, um, working with other people that you like to kind of point the direction at when it comes to this? Yeah. So with smart goals specifically, like just using that framework or whatever you want to call it, that's what I've always done, especially like with my, so when I set these 12 goals, it's always focused around those different things. Cause one, I want to be able to track it. Cause I have a lot of fun as you see progress happening. It's typically set me up for success where I would be achieving more than I wouldn't. Uh, this is the first year and like, I didn't plan on being let go from my job and that's the reality of what happened. So that put me five months back on a lot of things. And some of my goals were based around the job that I had at the time. So things changed drastically. That's just really what some of that comes down to. But I've found over the years that the core pillars of defining a SMART goal is typically what helps you follow through because it makes it attainable for you. Um, You're able to track your progress along the way and 
for me in this case, like it's time-based because I'm giving myself a year to accomplish these different things. Yeah, I think it keeps you on track. It helps you stay present because it's so easy to look at this end goal of, of what we're going to do. And I'm going to expand on what you're essentially saying as far as like, you know, maybe you've, you have missed some goals, but obviously there are some that you accomplished. I think for myself now, I accomplished such a big goal as far as like moving my life into Boston and, and you as well move into Florida. And when I look at it, I can see this whole process come to life and, and I'll go through it briefly because now my battle that I have is redoing these steps because I, for some reason, there's some type of psychological battle I have or something in my brain right now. That's like, I can't get through these steps again. So that's why it's so important to revisit them. So for a quick example, I knew that one of my most specific goals were like, I wanted to move to Boston so I can be with Monica. It was specific where it was, we knew the state we wanted to live in the city and I wanted to do it with my partner Monica and that's where it started and from there how was I going to measure the steps to get there so there was a few different things I had to do as far as um, change of address I uh, changed my car insurance there's different things along the lines of that did I think it was attainable absolutely because that goal put me into a position with my partner and it wasn't some move that I feel like in the moment was like in a different country and there was many more steps that weren't attainable for me. And then within that, it was realistic because I've been there before. I've done different things in that city and I can feel like it was the right place for me. And then timely, the last piece that helped me kind of see that happen was I set a timeline and I knew that by a certain month I wanted to move. And I ended up beating that goal by, I think like a month. And part of that was because of the measurable things that, you know, for me, I needed something to bridge the gap to, to join a team in a specific setting that I wanted to join that kind of bridged the gap for me. And it made it more timely and measurable as far as everything was kind of falling into place. So that was the beauty of seeing a smart goal come to life. And now the battle becomes doing it again, where you may not know what your end goal looks like right now. But maybe if you start revisiting this framework, it allows you to kind of see another goal come to life. And that's just something I like to share as far as where I'm at now. It's like, I need to revisit this because I don't really know what the next end goal is so I can redo and relive this whole process. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, especially because you're going through it right now um, mm -hmm. to try to like re-scope, reframe and re-goal set for what the next phase is now that you're in Boston. And I think it's like brings up the topic of like the short and long-term goals of you had the smart goal set, but it's it's a longer term goal with long lasting impacts. When you really think about it and you start setting those big goals, because even like ones that I'll set now that'll be for all of 2024, like that's a long term goal. So breaking that down into those short term or like micro goals within that mm -hmm. and using that framework for all of those smaller goals. So you want one, the larger piece, but how can you break it down in a trackable way? For me, the most common thing that I, or I guess the easiest way to break down working in sales is you have a quota every year. So if I have to sell a million dollars by the end of the year, break that down by quarter. Okay. I need to sell just for easy numbers, 250 K per quarter to be on track. Now sales works a little differently where quarters will be weighted different, but just like general terms. So it's like setting those smaller goals, but then even within that, what, what does any of that mean aside from a number? So it's like, what are the activities that you need to be doing 
on a weekly basis, a daily basis to make sure that you're tracking towards that. For sales, it's being on the phone, sending emails, getting meetings with prospects, going through sales cycles, closing X at X percent, all those type of things where just like anything else, you want to break it down to the granular level. So you set yourself up for the best success. So you can fully kind of jump into the success of what that goal will be at the end. Yeah. And I think along the lines of it, what kind of goes into our second point of you're doing these different things to reach that goal and you're following a framework or some type of process to get you there. But in the process of doing the action, you're becoming this. And we want to bring up this point because it's so important of we are essentially stepping into a different identity when we're looking to accomplish a goal. So whether it's like health and wellness related or an attainable object, like you want to be a homeowner or whatever the case, what is like that person do? How do they feel? What's their life like? And how do you become that person? I I have a, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine who wanted to see something come to life for him and, and his next project that he wants to bring to life. And it's not. And it's because the team he's with, he doesn't fully trust. And he shared with me that he's okay with it not happening right now, because if it did happen, it would potentially fall apart. And he doesn't feel like he'd honestly step into it and be able to handle that. So with the idea of becoming this identity and, and becoming you know, a goal that, that you want to kind of see in, in life, sometimes it doesn't happen that moment, but you want to continue to get into the feel of what it would be like to live that because when it does start to fall into place, you'll be able to, to take it and run with it. Just because you set the goal doesn't mean that you have to follow through with it at any cost. Mm -hmm. It's also being smart to make sure it gets done the right way too. So like in that case with that story, um, he or she wants to make sure that everything kind of works out the right way versus just getting it done with maybe some people they don't trust or in a way that they wouldn't or doesn't align with their core values or whatever it may be. So make sure it's happening with your true purpose. You're moving towards your goals. You're ready for that next step. But you so, know what stands like up right now? I think about what you shared before as far as like, hey, some of my goals didn't happen this year. In the process of it, you've become a maybe even a, a more clear thinker, a more productive adult, um, you're becoming essentially the end product of what your goal may have been, whether it was with that organization or not, because now you're doing possibly even more. To, I don't know you and I talk about a more private setting, but now you're doing even more and you're doing it even more efficiently. So you've kind of become that person who had to be that professional through the goals that may have not happened. So I'd like to say also that the art of becoming can also help you when things may have not appeared to be going the right way. Cause at the end of the day, it's going to serve you for a greater good. If I, if all that didn't happen earlier in the year, there's a lot of things that wouldn't happen because I never had the headspace to even think about it. And that's including action ignited you helping me kind of do the soul searching of like, what do I want to do next? was a big proponent in us getting here. It's a goal that I couldn't even have imagined at the beginning of the year because this was never even a thought in my mind. And, you know, going into next year, I think a lot of my goals will be centered around this and other things that are, are going on. So it's, uh, it's a cool shift. Right. But yeah, to your point, it's like being able to open yourself up mm -hmm. and let yourself just accept some new challenge or some new opportunity that you otherwise might say, oh, I don't have time for that. Or I'm, I'm, I got too much going on right now. I can't, I can't even think about doing something else. For sure. Would you say that's essentially like a stretch goal? In a way? Yeah. Because you don't even like, you don't know what it could end up being. Like for me, it's kind of like, I'm going to set my 12 goals, 
but just because of the way this year planned out or panned out and things didn't work how I thought they would, but like, there's so much good that came out of it. Like we'll throw a 13th in there and like, nice. just make it that like, I don't, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. We'll figure that out. But like, it's like creative goal. Like just mm-hmm. let it, let something come to you, let an opportunity come to you and see like what can happen with it. Stretch goals I'd say are equally as important. They aren't necessarily, you don't need to dive into them as deep as you would like your actual goals for the year or like using the smart framework or anything like that. I just like to set this as something that's like, whatever my smart goals are, like if I want to in sales, if I want to sell or I have to sell a million dollars, well, I want to be better than just good. So my stretch goal is going to be 1.3 million. And like, this is just an example that's numbers. It's easier to understand, but it's just like a way to keep you motivated beyond your end goal to achieve more. So just something to strive for that you'll actually really have to push yourself to hit it. Mm -hmm. And like, if you don't hit it, that's fine. But it's kind of that thing of uh, aim for the moon, land amongst the stars thought process. It gives you like an added thrill along the journey of it keeps the excitement going. I think like in human nature and like psychology, like we want to continue to feel like we can attain something that feels hard because if life was easy, we wouldn't just keep going. And we hate to say it because sometimes in the moment when times are hard, it's just like, well, I want to stop. But deep rooted inside, we want to keep going and see the other end of it. That's why video games have different levels and they give you tools to solve it and get to the next level because it's just the human game of this experience is just to keep going. So I like that idea of stretch goals because I've never really thought about it that way or honestly, really, I've heard about it. Um, And I like that it adds like another like another extended version to goal setting with a little less pressure. Yeah, definitely. Now, and I think that's, you know, going back to how the world has changed and we have more comforts than ever, more reasons to stay inside and watch Netflix, Hulu, HBO, you name it, mm-hmm. um, and not chase after things. There's just so many distractions and things at our fingertips. I think these things become more important of actually setting yourself something to chase after, but like doing it in a way that you know you can attain it because everyone has a passion that they either tabled they thought was unrealistic and they didn't want to chase after for one reason or another some people never chase that again and then there's all those regrets that come with it which is really one of my biggest things is i don't want to have any regrets at the end of my life so it's i want to figure out what my passions are and i want to have a good way of chasing it because i don't want to have that regret Like I have a Excel document that one of my friends gave me that I use for like long, long long-term planning. And there's like big milestones on that, that I want to hit in that timeframe. And every year I just add a year on the end of it to keep that going. But it's like a nice way of reflecting on the past, looking at the future, but also what do I need to do this year so that I'm setting myself up to be where I want to be at the end of the year, but on pace for where I want to be five years from now, 10 years from now. I like all those shares because we've been talking about it without giving like the, I'll call it the intro or title to it is that macro micro goals 
Because in a sense, in a, essentially, excuse me, macro is like that big goal. What's this big goal you have? And I like that you sh- you shared that. Like, if you have this goal at the end of the year, there's like little goals you'll have throughout the months and the weeks and the days, and those are your micro goals. Like, they will get you to the bigger goal. So essentially, well, if we rewind and we talk about smart goals, I look at the macro and micro as far as like the end result could be the macro goal, and your micro goals within that could be the measurable things in there. The art of becoming could be your micro goal to get you to this overall identity that you want to have. And stretch goals could essentially act as a micro goal to your overall goal. Or if it's that much of a big jump that you want to see, that could be your macro goal. That's the big goal I want to see. How am I going to get there? So that's one point that we've kind of talked about that I want to just give a title to. So it made sense as far as the things that we wanted you guys to to kind of have uh, today with you. Macro goals are easy for people to set, but they are also the most difficult to achieve. What am I going to do to actually get myself there? Like, what are the the things I'm going to hold myself accountable to this month or this year um, that are going to get me towards those those larger goals that I want for my life? No, and I think that I mentioned it a little bit in the beginning because it's what I'm currently going through. I think if you hear all this and it's like, well, I still don't know what specific goal I want to pursue, like take time to think, what do you really want? Again, we've we've mentioned it in little like bits within our episodes as far as it's so easy to see what other people are doing and be inspired by it, which is great. That inspired action should hopefully get the thing started for you, but take some time and think about what it is that you want for yourself and like, what do you want to experience for yourself? Because then in return, this becomes easier. And that's the situation that I am in transparently. It's like, I've accomplished some goals, but I don't know exactly where I want to head now. So I'm going to revisit some of my big goals, some of my macro goals, and I'm going to dive into it through, you know, smart goal setting through looking at, well, how can I become that certain thing, whether it's being a better speaker or anything along the lines of that. And we'll see where it takes me. And I hope you guys see where that kind of takes you to. With that, that wraps up another episode of Action Ignited. Um, You know, we focused on goal setting today, both for the short term, the long term. Um, The framework that Iz and I both use to set our goals to make sure that they are achievable and we have a good way to track towards them. So with that, we invite you to like, subscribe leave a review if you haven't already if you have any questions leave it in that review hit us up on social media until next time